Welcome to the Farm Bits Podcast. Farm Bits is proudly produced by the Nebraska Digital Agriculture Team and hosted by students at the University of Nebraska. The Farm Bits Podcast comes to you each week to discuss the trends, the realities, and the value of digital agriculture. Through interviews with experts, producers, and innovators from across the agriculture industry, we hope that you step away from each episode with new practical knowledge of digital agriculture technology. Hello, FarmBits followers, and welcome to another episode of the FarmBits podcast. I'm Taylor Cross. And I'm Emily Hansen. And we are glad to have you with us as we begin diving into the topic of digital tools and animal production. Today, we're joined by Max Cosette, VP of Business Development at 701X. With previous knowledge in row crop precision agriculture, Max joined the team at 701X to pursue the precision animal industry. With only few companies offering products on the market, 701X has a lot to offer every cattle operation in the industry. With that, let's jump into this episode with Max. Yeah, so I'm Max Cassette. I'm the VP of Business Development here at 701X. Um, I grew up on a family farm just outside the city limits of Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, we raised primarily soybeans, some corn, barley, a little bit of wheat with my father and brother. And then I ended up going to NDSU for ag economics, which allowed me to continue farming throughout school. And then I ended up going to grad school there at NDSU as well. And I did a lot of my research on precision ag technologies as I really thought that was the way the industry was shifting towards. Uh, we were already using several different precision ag technologies on my family farm at the time. So then shortly after graduation, um, Kevin Biffert, the CEO and president here at 701X, called me up, told me about his idea to GPS track cattle. And he wanted to let ranchers know when their cattle are out of the fence. He has some siblings that are still in the industry and they always complain about their cattle getting out. So he wanted Want to solve that problem was his idea. Uh, so then I started doing some of my own research on precision ag technologies in cattle ranching, kind of realized that nothing's really changed in the industry in about 30 years. So I decided to hop on board with Kevin and kind of start my journey here at 71X and kind of started doing some business planning, looking at the business case. And here we are now. So can you give us a little bit more of a background on 701X and a little bit about how the company got started? Yeah, so 701 is the area code of North Dakota, and X kind of means that we're expanding outside of our territory. So currently we're going throughout the whole U.S., but then eventually we want to take our products internationally. Um, Kevin came from the automation background, so his big idea is, you know, automating everything that he possibly can. And he grew up in Kildare, North Dakota, on a ranch. He had 15 siblings. So big family, um, a lot of his siblings are still in ranching, his sisters and stuff are all teasing him. Like, you know, if you're so smart, why don't you track my cattle and let me know when they get out of the fence? Well, he actually decided to do it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, he called me up one day after graduation, just told me I had this idea of GPS tracking cattle. And like I said, I started looking into it, thought it was big open market, no one was really doing anything like this and decided to jump on board with them, started doing a lot of the business planning, the business case side of things and really started to notice there's a lot of other cool things we could do with the technology as well. So um, we've been adding a lot of different alerts into our product currently. So like we have a low movement alert and a high movement alert. Those are kind of health metrics of the animal that we're working towards. 
Um, there's a no movement alert, so either the animal's dead or the tag fell off, is laying on the ground. There's a free fall alert if the tag falls off and detects zero gravity. Uh, transportation alert if the tag's going over 29 miles an hour. So we kind of started developing all these different things. But basically, I came on in late March of 2020. Um, started doing this business planning. Um, started hiring on engineers in August of 2020. We released our software platform on January 1st of 2022. So the software has been out for just a little over a year now. And then uh, we had been working. The whole idea was the tag. We realized when we were building the tags that there was, you need something to show the ranchers where these animals are and their GPS location. So we needed software as well. And then we kind of ended up building a completely comprehensive software platform for these ranchers. It's a, you know, app that works offline. And then uh, just in October, we released our XT light tags for um, pre-sales here and we started shipping them out late December. That's really neat. Um, so you kind of hinted at it already in my next question, but I just want uh, it to be maybe clear for our listeners. Um, before we start talking about the technical side of these products and software, um, can you tell us exactly like what kind of products 701X is bringing to the market right now and what that software um, opportunity is for them? Yeah, so we have a record-keeping app, the 701X Autonomous Rancher app. Um, basically what it is, it's a digital calving book. So instead of going out to the field and recording everything on pen and paper, you hop on your phone, use our app. It works offline. So in these you know really rural areas where there is no service, your phone still will collect all the data. Then you get back in service and it uploads all the data. Everyone on the operation can kind of be connected with each other, keep everyone up to date and you know, the whole operation on the same page, essentially. So what we're trying to do with that. Um, then we have a XT Pro Tag. Um, XT is kind of X Tag Pro, essentially. And uh, yeah, everyone knows that GPS of your tag for cattle. That's kind of what we're recognized for in the industry currently. Um, what that does is it takes a GPS location of that animal every 15 minutes and then um, sends all that data to the rancher once a day. But if there's an alert, like if the animal goes outside of your fence or if that transportation alert, no movement, low movement, high movement alert, like I had mentioned earlier, if any of those are detected on the tag at the time, it will send all the data up immediately and give those ranchers those alerts in a timely fashion. And then uh, we also have an XT light tag that we just released. So the big difference of that XT light tag to the XT pro tag is the light does not have GPS and it does not have um, cellular connection to send up the data autonomously, but it does have Bluetooth. So both the pro tag and like mobile phones have Bluetooth. So it takes a relative GPS location when it's near a mobile phone or near a pro tag. So we say you can have one pro tag for every 10 light tags on our platform. And that makes the cost much more effective, you know, to use across an entire herd of our tags. That is really neat to hear the functionality and all the alerts that uh, this app kind of has for for ranchers and users. Um, so you're able to import maybe like not for row crops, you know, field boundaries, but your pasture boundaries or where those cattle are supposed to be. Um, you're able to how do you kind of import those into the app? You can actually draw them from our app. Um, we have satellite imagery, so it shows everything, you know, just like Google Maps. And you can, it's really simple and easy to create your boundaries and do it that way. Um, 
I guess basically you just go on the app and you click the points of each corner of your fence post, or you can take your phone out to the pasture and directly set it on the fence post and drop a pin there, go on the corner of each fence post and keep dropping pins. And then it'll mark off that location very precisely. That's really neat. So with the autonomous rancher app, is there a limit on how many cattle can be tracked? Nope, there is no limit to the system. So um, we service everyone from small hobby farmers with, you know, five, 10 animals in their backyard to some of the biggest feedlots in the U.S. with hundreds of thousands of head can all be using our platform. Um, the one thing about it is that you pay for the animals in our platform per animal, essentially. Um, we have a startup cost, like 10 animals in our platform is $100. Well, that's like our smallest lowest subscription that you can possibly get but then after that it's just cents per animal per year essentially so um i guess the one big thing that we don't want to do to people is have like these set limits where you know it's zero to 100 animals is x amount and 100 to 200 is this amount because then if you're that guy with 101 animals you're paying that higher subscription cost so that's kind of why we do everything on a per animal basis for the pricing that's really neat. Um, so was this system um, app kind of designed uh, for a, a specific market? I know, obviously, um, the cattle market, but what about like, is it maybe more used for like cow-calf pairs or maybe feedlot type operations? Um, what was kind of the ideal market? You mentioned that you're you're kind of in all types of operations, but if you could just share maybe where y'all originally started. Yeah, so the app is designed for every type of operation. We want to be able to let everyone use it, uh, whether they're cow-calf, seed stock, feedlot, backgrounder. But uh, I'd say primarily the most use has been on cow-calf operations currently because they don't have anything. Um, some of the feedlots that we've been dealing with, they've had previous software platforms that have been available to them. Um, but we're trying to make it as customizable as possible so you can kind of hide fields that aren't you know, pertinent to you, but you can keep the fields available that are, you know, of most interest and put those to the top of your list. Right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Um, What kind of alerts, if any, uh, do, does the app provide maybe during like calving season? Um, You mentioned it's really prominent in cow-calf pairs. I'm just wondering um, in specific to like that time, is there something that would trigger on the app? Yeah, so um, as far as calving season, um, the tags don't provide alerts when the animal's calving yet. Maybe they'll be out someday. But um, what you do is, like, when you bring in your animals um, to preg check them, if you mark that they are pregnant and, like, what are at our ranch in Grassy Butte, North Dakota, uh, the vet gives us how many days pregnant the animal is. So if we type in, okay, this animal is 73 days pregnant, it calculates on the app. Well, that animal should be calving on May 5th of 2023. So then we, on our calving book, we look of which animals are, you know, should be calving next. And then we can keep a closer eye on those animals that are closer to their due date. So that's the little bit of uh, notification it gives us. But there is not currently a calving alert in the tags at all so when i was looking at the 701 website there was some differences between the commercial versus the registered app features um are there any reasons behind that yeah so the main thing is these seed stock or registered users um, they collect a lot more data than the typical cow calf operator um, so 
we allow the seed stock producers to collect all of their performance data in our app. Um, like I said, the app works offline so they can do it out in the field versus having pen and paper and having to come back to our desktop and enter it all in. So like when they're on the field, they're collecting um, birth weights of those animals when they calve. And at that same time, they might be doing the dams, teat and utter scores, and then foot scores of the animal where the typical cow calf operator doesn't record those things. But Everything, uh, all performance data related to that animal can be collected on our app. And then we have integration with associations. So you can import all of your data from your association into our platform. Basically, all your animals, everything's right there right away. You don't have to spend a bunch of time doing setup and creating all these new animals. And then uh, after you collect all that performance data in our app for the season, or if you'd collect it during boiling, you do it at weaning and you do it at yearling time as well, you can send all that data or export it out of our system to your association. And then you get updated EPDs and you can import all that into our system as well. And you can see your current EPDs and everything on your animal right off of our platform. And then you can click links right to that animal on your uh, association's website. That's really neat, that integration. How many breed associations are you all working with and that are compatible with app? I think we're around 17 breed associations right now. Um, you know, most of the major ones are on there. Angus Association, I think, is about 85% of the market. Well, we got a integration with them, the Red Angus Association. Um, like I said, they're all listed on our website and go check that out. But I believe there's about 17 different breed associations. That's awesome. Yeah. So kind of going back to the ear tags, um, are there any specific benefits that you've seen um, ranchers have with your um, like XT Pro and XT Lite ear tags? Yeah. So the XT Pro ear tags. The most benefit we've been seeing for uh, producers with those currently is putting them on their bulls. Those are their most expensive animals. They're the ones that are come, probably the most troublesome. Um, they're constantly getting out of the fence, you know, breeding the neighbor's animals, stuff like that. Well, the other big value add we found with putting it on bulls is um, just knowing that they're with your cow herd. Because if they're with your herd, they should be breeding your herd. And by getting more animals pregnant, you that's that's what increases your profitability by having more calves every calves about a thousand to twelve hundred dollars so that's the big value add we've been seeing off that xt pro currently um also like in our area ranching out in grassy butte north dakota there um tons of our neighbors are missing three four pairs well i mean each pair's twenty five hundred dollars or so that they're missing well with our light tag, you can get those relative GPS locations off of, you know, your bulls or some of your lead cows. Maybe you put the pro tag on as well. So let me say you can have one pro tag for every 10 light tags. It gets the cost a lot cheaper. I kind of did a justification on it at our ranch. We had 283 animals and it would have basically required us to have like 26 pro tags and 257 light tags to get that one to 10 ratio. And it would have cost us like $6,800 year one and $3,800 year two. Well, year one, we had a bull that was worth $5,000. It got stuck under a tree. It would have gave us that low movement alert that we would have saved that animal. By keeping our bulls, we got six bulls. By keeping them with our cow herd, if we could have got five more bred, well, that would have been $7,500 worth of extra calves we could have gotten as well. So could have easily just buy here year one, and then next year should be even easier with it. You know, it will be in $3,800.
just yeah. get a couple more cow, get a more couple more cows bred and, and golden. Yeah, that is really neat and really um really rewarding to see it kind of pay off like that. Um, so you mentioned that the XT Lite pros, the XT Lite tags were Bluetooth, right? And the XT Pro tags were they were the ones with the GPS signal. Um, so how uh, you, and you might have mentioned it already, but can you tell us uh, maybe exactly how those tags are relaying the data up to um, the server? Is it like a cellular modem inside of them? Um, what, it, what is that uh, connection? Yeah, so each XT Pro tag has a cellular modem on them. So they're just like putting a cell phone on a cow. It sends up all the data to the cloud autonomously. You can view it in the app right away. Um, the light tags do not have um a cell modem on it like i mentioned and so that data has to either come through the xt pro tag so bluetooth range is about 100 feet so if those light tags are within 100 feet of a pro tag it sends all the data over to that pro tag and then populates it up on the app or if they're near a phone so if you got your phone on your next app and you're going through your inventory if you're walking through your herd or like in a tractor, side by side. If you're in the tractor, you know, like feeding your animals, you can turn on a roll call feature and it checks off every animal that's within range of you. So that hundred feet away from you and gives you a quick and easy head count, which that's a big problem that ranchers have nowadays, trying to count animals. Well, I mean, if you got 300 animals in this, you know, hundred acre pasture and you're sitting there trying to count them one by one and they're moving around the whole time. You can never get an accurate count. I mean, we've always got three, four guys out there and what's your count? Well, I got 156. Well, I got 152. I got 150. So you just can never get it perfectly accurate where if you're using your phone and all tags, it's kind of uh, validated data and you can't really mess it up essentially. But uh, so like when we go out to feed hay in the winter, we just have our phone or our iPad up on the, uh, screen in the in the tractor start checking all our animals off and then when we're out on pasture in the, in the summer either when abe our ranch manager is riding horseback or some of us other employees are just driving around the side by side we just turn that roll call feature on and go through our animals and see our inventory every day that is really neat yeah that sounds like a really easy way to keep track of all of your cattle yeah especially like in feedlot operations when those animals are already confined and easy to use. You just walk in with a pen and start checking them all off. So efficient. I really like that. Thanks. So do you have to have the app to use the ear tags or do you have to use, have um, the ear tags to use the app? So you do have to have the app to use the ear tags because essentially, you know, if you had the tags and no app, I mean, where do you see the data? Like you can't see them on a map where they are, nothing like, like that. So, yeah, we do require people to buy the app to be able to use our ear tags. Basically, the ear tags are kind of an add-on. The software is like the central hub of our platform and then the ear tags are add-ons. Um, but you do not need ear tags to use the software. You can use the software as a standalone product. Like I said, it kind of works as a digital calving book. You can just manually enter all your record keeping data, but you just don't, don't see where your animals are on the map, I guess. And is that app, um, like on the app store, is that, um, I imagine that's like for a fee or a yearly subscription to that app? Yeah, there is a yearly subscription fee for the app. Okay. So and that's dependent on how many animals you want to put in the system. So right. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Thank you. Um, so what's can you maybe like quantify or like share with us the importance of having this data 
on a cloud-based server versus you know your paper copies that maybe might be more traditional or those you know just paper records what is what is the importance of having tools like this in the industry um big thing is just not losing your data so the cool thing is I go out today and I say that three calves dropped and I enter their data and you know it's stored offline. Well then while I'm out in the pasture, my phone breaks. Well, I still have all my old data. I've missed maybe those three animals that I entered today that where I was offline, but I kind of remember, okay, it was these three numbers that calved, or I can go out there and look for it. But uh, if you lose your calving book and you got your last two weeks of data, or you wash your clothes and you lose your calving book, that's gone. Um, where this, what I gotta do is I gotta go buy a new phone, hop on my iPad that I already have, or have my dad or brother hop on their device and all the data is still there and they can see it as well. Where, you know, with paper records, everything just gets so lost and tangled up. The other cool thing about having everything digitally is just looking back at your historical data. So you can look back from, you know, this year's data versus last year's data, which we actually found out something really cool at our ranch. So we just got our ranch two years ago. So that first year we hauled in a bunch of truck, we hauled in three truckloads of bred cows and uh, we raised the... They started calving April 1st, or no, March 1st, and uh, we ended up weaning them in November, and they were at about 550-pound weaning weights. Well, this year, we had our own bulls with those same cows, but we picked pretty good genetics in our bulls, and we actually didn't start um, calving until May 1st, so two months later, we waited for our calving season to be. And these animals still had weaning weights about 550 pounds. So we were able to look back on charts of how much faster those animals grew versus the year before. And yeah, the average daily gain was just way different. And by having all that stuff on pen and paper, you kind of don't look back at it and it's hard to see. But by having it all digitally, we're just able to overlay those charts and look at that. And it's pretty cool to see how, you know, just that little slight change in our operation type made that big of a difference in our weight gain. Yeah, that's really new to see it improve like that just, you know, within a year. Um, you know, being from the row crop uh, mm-hmm. side of things, we have so many data layers that, you know, we can lay over top of things and um, see the changes year to year or just in season. But I think with cattle and, you know, just the animal industry, it's kind of hard to quantify those things sometimes. So that's really neat that y'all were able to see that. Yeah. And other things too, like your open rate and stuff like that, you can kind of compare and how, you know, yeah, just your calving, your whole calving season can be compared in weights throughout the year, which is nice to look at. Or ranchers really don't seem to have access to that data currently. Do you have any customer stories that you'd be willing to share with us? I know you've mentioned your own ranch operation. Yeah, that bull getting stuck in the tree was a big one at our ranch. Um, we've also had some animals kind of get like stuck in quicksand where we're creating alerts for that. Where that's that no movement alert or low movement alert as well. So those would catch those different uh, scenarios. What are some of the biggest challenges that 701X maybe has faced in the industry, whether that's um, developing the ear tags and the app or uh, maybe just like deploying it into the industry? Um, when we kind of started, we figured, you know, creating this technology would be a pretty hard thing. So 
to be able to get GPS locations and basically put a cell phone on cattle was not an easy task. And we had engineers putting in long hours, uh, studying it very hard, figuring out these fine details to get it right. But um, we got the technology working and working reliably. And we thought that was really the hard part to, you know, get in the small form factor of the tag. But then we started putting these things on animals and we really realized that's the tricky part of the whole thing. You don't, you can't predict what a cow is going to do or a calf is going to do. Um, we realized with bulls, they fight a lot and they're beating up tags at first. And we actually had to redesign the enclosure of our tag about 10 times, uh, getting different plastic parts, different molds to really get a structurally sound and durable for these environments that they're in. Um, but we kind of figured that all out and got past those issues and products, you know, really reliable nowadays. And people have been enjoying it, seeing where their animals are and getting a lot of use out of that. So that I think that was a big challenge for us. The other big challenge I think that we faced is that uh, every operation is different. They've got a different use case for the software, or the tags, how they plan to use them or intend to use them. So we've just really had to go and make everything as customizable as possible. That's kind of why we have, you know, a commercial and a registered operation platform is because the commercial guys don't want to see all this performance data collection that the seed stock users need. Um, so we wanted to hide that out of their way so they don't get, you know, confused by all the clutter and all these extra fields that aren't useful to them. But uh, we've tried to make everything on our platform just as customizable as possible and just give these people what they need. That's really what our goal is. Just keep listening to these ranchers and figure out how we can make this work for, you know, to the best of their use. Yeah, that is, it's really important to um, be able to, you know, hear their problems and, uh, you know, alter things and um, be able to get back to their feedback. So um, I do have one question about the ear tags in general. Um, are they any different or like size? You, you mentioned you've gone through a couple of different, maybe like prototypes of the actual tags, but are they different in size than normal uh, tags? You know, are they bulkier? Like, will you still be able to eat, read the front? Um. Yeah. So the, with the XT Pro tag, it's a little heavier than the typical ear tag, the visual tag. Um, we don't put visual numbers on it. There's a solar panel on the front that recharges it. So it you know, captures sunlight to recharge the battery so that that tag will continue working for many years. Um, so we actually, what we want you to do is have a visual tag number and have our XT Pro tag. And then our software, we link those numbers together. So when you're on the field, you can see, okay, that's number 115 over there. And I can see that animal's uh, tag on my app and its location. So those are uh, paired together. It's smaller in uh, size than a visual tag. It's a little shorter than it, but it's fatter. I mean, it's thicker and it weighs a little more, it weighs more than a visual tag. So I think a typical uh, visual ear tag weighs around 17 grams. These weigh about 34, the pro tags, but then the, uh, the light tag only weighs 16 grams. So it's kind of right in line with the typical ear tags. Awesome. Thank you for um, enlightening us about that. I was really curious. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what are you most looking forward to maybe in the future for 701X? You know, just seeing where the technology goes and the adoption of it. Um, to me, in my eyes, I really view it as like the auto steer for cattle. Um, you know, I was around, I was in the row crop my whole life and auto steer came along and, 
you know, we all said, well, you know, we can still drive a tractor. That's, you know, our job is to drive a tractor. What else are we going to do? And then you start seeing all these other people out there with these perfectly planted rows. And then all of a sudden my dad was like, okay, we need to adopt auto steer. And then we start having those perfectly planted rows. And, um, I just, I think that someday you're not going to be able to ranch without it. It's just going to be, I think labor's getting so hard to find, um, and a lot of people don't want to, not that they don't want to do those jobs, it's just hard to find people that want to do some of these jobs nowadays and to be more efficient, more productive, that you're going to need to use some of these technologies just like we use on the row crop side of things need to be brought over to cattle ranching. Does 701X have any plans of expanding into like other livestock operations other than cattle? Yeah, I mean, someday we'll, we get we get a lot of uh, weird requests. We get a lot of requests for goats. I mean, those people seem to be all about the technology. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, they we hear about we hear from them a lot. Um, someday, we definitely plan to you know make another segment of our app that's kind of more tailored towards goats or sheep, um, bison. All these other livestock animals should be able to use our technology. It's just um, some of the terminology in the software platform can't be, you know, moved over currently. Um, okay. So, but yeah, that's definitely a big market for us in the future. Right now, we're really focused on cattle. We want to just kind of get everything uh, ironed out, perfect for cattle. Uh, kind of why we went for cattle first. They're big, large animals, so they're you know they can they're a little more sturdy and can handle the weight of the tag currently um, as technology gets better obviously the size of the form factor and everything will get smaller less weight so you can put it on those sorts of animals as well yeah that's awesome really good opportunities there so is there anything we didn't mention or ask um today that you'd like to share with our listeners um i'd guess if listeners want to learn more about 701x you can visit our website it's pretty simple it's just 701x.com um, there's a lot of information on there it's great about the xt pro tag which is our gps ear tag the xt light tag which is bluetooth and kind of captures relative gps locations off of you know the phone and the pro tag all that stuff is on there uh, details about the app can all be found on our website and feel free to reach out to us you can reach out at our email at info at 71x.com as well. Awesome. Thank you. And one last thing. Um, we have a tradition here on the Farm Bits podcast to ask for a piece of advice. What advice do you have for producers who are struggling to make that switch from pen and paper record keeping to more online record keeping with those digital tools? I mean... It's technology, and I kind of see that these precision ag technologies are the way the whole industry is shifting. I've seen it on the row crop side of things. I believe it's coming to the cattle ranching side of things. I just kind of believe technology is inevitable, and it's better to be on the front side of that curve than the late side of that curve, essentially. You might as well get ahead of the game and you know, be ahead of your competition in the industry. Um, just kind of really no reason to wait for it. Try it out now, test it out, see if it works for you and keep trying to advance by using it like i said i brought up that it's kind of like auto steer well i kind of same thing as automatic section control in our sprayer and our farming operation we we sat there and twiddled our thumbs thinking about buying a new sprayer with automatic section control for five years and then we finally bit the bullet did it we're like okay this is a big investment which these ear tags are not quite as a significant uh, monetary investment as like a new sprayer would be, but uh, 
we waited around for five years and we finally got one. And after year one, we looked back at our chemical savings and our time savings and how efficient it was. And we were like, and we didn't have all these tracks all throughout our field. We were much more efficient. And uh, we looked back at it and we just said, wow, we should have done this five years ago. Why did we wait? And I just think that's kind of the way technology moves along in the industry. You're always going to look back and say, why didn't I do this sooner? So might as well hop on board, try it out now and see what you think. There's a 14-day free trial on our website if you just go to 7onx.com and download our mobile app. Thank you very much to Max and 701X for taking the time to join this episode of the Farm Bits podcast. It's really exciting to see the tools that they're bringing to the industry um, and how they're just taking those GPS techniques you know, that have been around for so long and implementing, uh, implementing them into the cattle industry. Um, and that's really innovative and I think a big need in the industry right now. I think one of my favorite parts of this episode um, was just hearing Max talk about the app and its functionality and how um, it's able to provide alerts to those ranchers um, you know, and uh, cattlemen about their cows and how if there's, you know, low movement or if high movement, you know, their transportation alerts and so forth. Like, that's just really neat. Um, I think really beneficial for uh, the cattlemen. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Um, I also really like how there's the two different tag styles. Um, the one that has a slightly higher price point for the bulls and then the lower price point for the cows. I think that's a really easy way for producers to be able to keep track of all of their cattle. I hope you enjoyed that episode, and we look forward to sharing another digital ag story with you next week on FarmBits. Thank you for taking the time to join us today on the FarmBits podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts to be informed about the latest content each week. We welcome your feedback, so if you have comments or questions for us, please reach out to us over email, on Twitter, or in the review section of your favorite podcast platform. Our contact information can be found in the show notes. We would like to thank Nebraska Extension for their support of this podcast and their commitment to providing high-quality informational material to members of the agricultural community in Nebraska and beyond. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests on this podcast are solely their own and do not reflect the views of Nebraska Extension or the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. We look forward to you joining us next week for another episode of Farm Bits.